Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz. Toss it downfield, caught by Stubblefield. Goodbye, Taylor Stubblefield. Beat Dwight Ellick and waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. Hello, everybody. This is Travis Miller And normally what you would be hearing right now is our intro to the Behind the Rails podcast with Corey Sheets. Unfortunately, as we were recording this last night, Zencaster ate Corey's audio for the first 19 minutes of the podcast. We had some internet issues that cut us off and we had to restart the recording. And Zencaster managed to capture all of my audio for the first 19 minutes. And it basically got Corey saying hello for a brief moment uh, at the very end. So unless you wanted me to do this as Lebanon said, Andy Kaufman style, where I basically just talk into the void and there's dead silence. What we have here is roughly the last seven minutes of the show that we were able to record once I got Corey back on. So I apologize for this. We we had some really, really good stuff. Corey had some very good insights about the game, and we will get this situated and hopefully have a better show next week. But in the meantime, hopefully you can enjoy what is the last six, seven minutes of what was a really, really good podcast for us. So, yeah, I tend to I tend to agree with you here that it really is a matter of whose offensive line is going to be better, who's going to be worse. And I think Big George is kind of the difference maker there. Uh, he's probably going to be one of the best defenders on the field, if not the best defender. And it's it's nice to have him coming off the edge. Yeah, exactly. That, that shutdown at the end. It's always a luxury we love to have when I was playing. So what about what about as a running back when you've got that DN coming off the end? How much of it is the oh god, I gotta keep I gotta throw myself in front of that guy. Be honest with you, I always took it as like he's not about to have a day like this is gonna be the day where he's non existent, it's just another play on the field. Plus I always wanted to get a few uh cut blocks in on the on the good guys, so say <laughs> George, watch them knees this week because uh, them guys they are they're gonna trust me they're scared whether they act like it or not they're scared so <laughs> protect them knees this week. <laughs> See that's funny because I looked up uh, George's high school stats when I was doing a profile on him over the summer, and he had something like fifty two tackles for loss his senior year of high school which that's just a cheat code at his level. Crazy. I mean, he wasn't even playing at the highest level here in Indiana, which is 6A with your big Indianapolis schools. He was playing in 3A, which is like a bunch of county schools out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> often. I mean, I just, I can't imagine being some five foot 10, 200 pound at most offensive tackle trying to slow him down and be like, I'm just going to fall down and hope he trips over me. <laughs> Oh, man, we had a guy like that in high school. I can't remember his name, but there was a guy like that in high school. He was just like, all right, we got this team this week. He knows over there, so knuckle up. He can't be soft this week. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think think this is a really, really big game for Brom. I don't think it's necessarily a must win, but I think it's one of those – 
a victory can kind of change the course of where this season and even really the rest of his tenure is going. How do you think a big win in South Bend can kind of push things to that next level for the year? I mean, shit, when you say it like that, it sounds like a must win to me. What I'm saying is, is they can still make they can still make a bowl game if they were to lose it. But oh yeah, this ain't this, this ain't a game that's season canceling. But this is a game where you can continue to build and, and be like, look, guys, we're going in the right way. So stay stay the course. The message is working. We're three and zero. Who we got next? Right. This, this is definitely one of those type of games. That and you win, you get the shillelagh back, and you get to keep it for a few years because they're not back on the schedule till 2024. So, <laughs> so then, boom! It is a must win. It ain't no, <laughs> hey, bro, you got to go back and get that stick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that there was a rumor when uh, Purdue won in '97, and it was their first time they'd won it in 12 years that Notre Dame didn't even bother bringing it to the game. They had to, like, make a special trip the following <laughs> week to bring the trophy down because they just didn't expect to lose it. That's funny, Jimmy. That's too funny, but hey. Now, did they have it in the locker room there when you guys won it? So, when we won, honestly, I can't remember where, where well, I just know it, it It was on the bus with us when we left. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember going to get it. Yeah, I, I wasn't one of those guys that like really cared about the trophies or anything. Like, as long as we won the game and I played well, that's all I cared about. Like, <laughs> 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 so in that order, we won the game, I played well. <laughs> How the offense do? <laughs> well, you did win the bucket your final year. So that yeah, so we, we made sure that all the trophies stayed home. That's what my senior class left. <laughs> But yeah, the, the trophies were when I was there. They wasn't in like I just went back this weekend. It was in like they had the cases like up front in the thing. But uh, when I was there, it was in an office, not in the office, but it was in like the meeting room area, and like couldn't nobody really see them unless you came upstairs. But now they got them out front for everybody to see. So we got a, a space for that. So. I know they they went it back. <laughs> yeah, we we only got one of them right now. We got the cannon from Illinois. We won that back last year. I mean, I can't believe that the IU is man. Get that. We talk about that later. <laughs> Make me mad all over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's game twelve. We're in game three. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but We got got a chance to get all three of them this year. That'd be nice. But you can't get all three until you get this one. So right. So we gotta start with the shillelagh. We're gonna bring the stick home, fellas. All right. Well, that sounds good. I think we got a pretty good preview here. So we're looking forward to this. 2.30 Saturday afternoon on NBC. Our boy Drew Brees is going to be in the booth. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. And we need to win one because we had some real bad luck when he was quarterbacking us up there. Lost two games. We, we were leading in the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. And, uh, he's, he did not get to lead us to victory in South Bend, so... I think he's due. It's time to go get a win while we got Drew with us. That'll that'll work perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, as always, uh, we appreciate you for listening. This has been a lot of fun so far. We're really enjoying ourselves here and looking forward to hopefully one of the biggest Purdue wins in a few years, getting a nice road win. We have not beaten a top 25 team on the road 
an AP Top 25 team, I should say, since 2003. Oh. At Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, technically, we beat a Top 25 team in 2010. Uh, Northwestern was number 25 in the coaches' poll, but not the AP poll. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So this should be should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. So we'll be back here next week to recap everything. As always, I'm Travis Miller of HammerAndRails.com and Corey Sheets, Purdue running back. Let's uh, let's go get the shillelagh and uh, boiler up. BTFU, we're out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.